Arizona, Arizona Sports, Sports, the local the sports, local leader. sports leader. leader, Burns and Gambo, the 4 o'clock reset, brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing, proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock reset. All right, it's the 4 o'clock reset here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Steve Zinsmeister in for Dave Burns today. Uh, I thought that maybe a little bit of the wind got knocked out of the sails when this was announced, but uh, Kevin Durant is not going to be playing tonight. Ruled out for the Phoenix Suns against the Thunder what? at Footprint Center. How many people dropped five grand on a ticket to see Kevin Durant play and he's not playing tonight? Maybe more than that. To be honest, this is one of the biggest debuts in the NBA. Also worth noting, campaign out, Landry Shamit out, Shake Elgis Alexander, questionable. You can see the uh, hear the action here on 98.7 FM, by the way. Because they played last night. They, the Thunder played last night. They lost in overtime to the Jazz. I wonder if they would keep him out just because... Like give this one up. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They're a half game out of a playoff spot right now. Would they just concede this game kind of against Phoenix on a second night of a back-to-back to, to rest Che Gilgis-Alexander? They got an easy schedule down the stretch. It's possible they do that. We'll see. We'll have to wait for Durant's debut. You can hear the action tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, today was the last day of Newsmakers Week over on Bickley and Murata. Cardinals head coach Jonathan Gannon on with the guys today discussing what he was looking for in an offensive coordinator. A guy that's been in multiple schemes. That was one of the first things that I thought about. You've only been in one scheme your whole life. That's what you know, and that's okay. A lot of people do a really good job and are highly successful with their one scheme and how they do things. But when you have one scheme, you have to fit those exact pieces in perfectly. Yeah, and with, you know, listen, I mean, obviously with Drew, he gets a guy that he feels can, you know, that was a quarterback's coach that's been around, it's been in a bunch of different schemes, because what Gaddon seems to want more than anything else is, we'll adapt to the players, they don't have to adapt to us, we'll, we'll get the best talent out of the players, because that's how we do it. Another big name on the show today for Newsmakers Week was Diamondbacks GM Mike Hazen discussing the harsh reality that they're going through of trading away a player like Dalton Varshell. I gave up a very good, if not one of our best players in this trade. That's never easy to do and certainly one of the most popular guys in our clubhouse. So the reaction in there wasn't overly ecstatic when I talked <laughs> to some players. Look, these are sometimes the decisions I feel like we need to make. Our team is even more well-rounded in taking one player and having two that we think are really good. Listen, sometimes there are trades in which both teams win. It, 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 it happens. And then, but usually one team wins a trade. You know, usually somebody wins the trade. And we'll know soon enough uh, with Varsho and Moreno. Like, I'm not like this year, but we'll, we'll know in a couple of years who won that trade. But it was worth it for Hazen because of the surplus of outfielders he had and the struggles they've had at the catcher position. Even though I love Carson Kelly, he hit 11 last year. So getting another catcher in, uh, now you've got two catchers that you feel are quality catchers and, and Moreno is a real good one. It could be your catcher for a long time here. Also, as good as Dalton Varsha was, both offensively and defensively, that average is pretty low. The on-base was under 30%. I think that there's a chance that they could flat out win this trade. Every left-handed hitter with the shift had low batting average. But not an batting OBP of 280s. Batting average is an on-base percentage. Left-handed hitters. Wait, wait till you see what left-handed hitters do this year. 
I tell you, the shift was it was devastating for left-handed hitters. They'll see every left-handed hitter is going to go. They're going to start to get back to. It was, you always had an advantage as a left-handed hitter. You were closer to first base than the right-handed hitter, and there's more right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching. It was always an advantage, but over the, since the shift came into play, a lot of the left-handed hitters have been at a major disadvantage. I think Varsho is going to do great for them. I, I think he'll be a good player too. And don't get me wrong, I think Hazen has a real understanding of what he gave up. Since it's one of their best players. Uh, if you miss any of those interviews uh, from Newsmakers Week, it includes James Jones, Cardinals owner, Michael Bidwell, Monty Fort, a whole bunch of great names. Check out the Arizona Sports app. Uh, we talked with Diamondbacks manager Tori Lovello earlier on the show. And Gamble, you asked him about pitcher Madison Bumgarner and whether or not he's on a shorter leash this season. If you're not doing your job, obviously there's other solutions. That's just the nature of the game. That's the nature of this beast that we are in. And I don't think really anybody is exempt from that. Specifically with Bum, he's going to get the baseball. He's done it. We know it. But, you know, we'll evaluate him after every start like we evaluate everybody, and we'll give ourselves a chance to win every night. If Bum gone, listen, here's the thing. If you're going to contend for a wild card spot, you can't afford for a guy like Madison Bumgarner to have an ERA of 5.2 for very long. You know, I can't get, I can't, I mean, I've got guys now that are that are good enough to take his spot if he's not getting the job done. And I'm not trying to work, you know, I, I know they'd love to trade him and get off the contract, but this year it's got to be about winning. And if Madison Bumgarner pitches five to seven games and he's not getting anybody out, you got to, you got to, you got to pull the rug out from under him and get him out of there. I'm not in the mood to give him the benefit of the doubt anymore based on what he accomplished in San Francisco. I'm tired of the, well, he was a World Series MVP. Yeah, that was a long time ago. And I'm not saying he can't pitch well. I'm hopeful that he will. But I wouldn't be shocked if we get midseason and we're talking about the possibility of moving Madison Bumgarner. They would they would love to move him. They would have loved to move him last year, but there just wasn't any takers. They'll eventually, I do think, if he pitches well, they'll move him. If he doesn't pitch well, they're not going to be able to move him. Conflicting reports coming out of the Pac-12 media rights conversation today. According to Brett McMurphy, Apple still has not made a formal offer for Pac-12's media rights, but Ion Television has emerged as a potential Pac-12 partner. Ion Television. Uh, they're owned by uh, EW Scripps Company, which has about 61 local TV stations nationwide. Yeah. But Ion Television? I might ask to see if they want to go on my uh, my uh, Instagram account. I, they, could, they could put it right there. Yeah. They might get more people viewing that than Ion's lineup is Hawaii Five O. Law and Order, Criminal Minds, Criminal Minds, Blue Bloods. I mean, jeez. And ASU football. Yeah, can you imagine that? They would actually probably take you off of an overtime basketball game to get to Hawaii Five O. Yeah, it's very important. They don't, don't want to lose that. No, this is. I mean, and the Pac Twelve is getting laughed at for this. Just laughed at. Well, the conflicting report comes from Stuart Mandel. He's pretty dialed in. He says Ion and Script Sports is not involved in Pac 12s TV negotiations. A source with direct knowledge of the situation. Wait, tells wait, the so somebody saying they're not involved? That's Stuart Mandel saying that Ion is not involved in the negotiations with Pac Twelve. Conflicting reports. Wow. One guy says they are, one guy says they are, and I don't know who to believe. I, I don't know. I'll tell you this. Ion at least is available over the air, meaning you could go spend $10 on an antenna for your TV and you could pick up ASU football. Is that, how you, is that how you watch TV? Not a lot. I pick up certain things. I watch the Cardinals on that. 
Because I don't pay for cable. You too, Mitch? You guys have a regular antenna? Yeah. It works great during the NFL season when you just want to watch whatever games are available on the local channels. Yeah. So you just need a regular antenna? Yes. Yeah. Connected to your TV? Correct. And you can get local channels for free? Yeah, like the big networks. You get Fox, right, the big networks. CBS, okay. ABC, all those. And Just apparently that. Ion. <laughs> I went back. I go back to the days when I, we had rabbit ears. You get like, and rabbit ears, you'd have like, you would have like 50 other, ch- 50 extra channels, but only like three of them would come in. You didn't know what they were, but they were like three extra channels. And you get a couple that would be just so fuzzy. You'd be like, what is that? What are they showing? I don't know. You try to watch it, and you move the antenna around. You put some tinfoil on it. You try to put it out the window. So you, <laughs> I, I grew up in that era of television. Listen, Ion TV sounds like a joke in this conversation, but it's more readily available than the Pac-12 network currently is. Uh, around the NFL, Russell Wilson pushed to have Seahawks coach Pete Carroll fired before he what? departed from Seattle. Come on. That's according to The Athletic. Uh, it, things did not go according to plan as he was then shipped out to Denver and had a pretty rough season. Wow. So the reports are that Russell Wilson tried to get Pete Carroll fired. Yeah, and John Schneider, and, the GM. And, this, and the GM. And Pete and Pete won. Pete won, and then he got to the playoffs with Geno Smith. And Russell Wilson was quoted uh, saying, quote, Pete Carroll was a father figure to me, and that Schneider, quote, believed in me and drafted me as well. Well, those aren't exactly falsehoods, but they're also not glorifying the two He guys. was a father figure to me. That doesn't mean you didn't want him fired. But I stabbed him right in the back. <laughs> Exactly. He did say, quote, I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was to win. I'll always have respect for them and love for I didn't Seattle. want them fired. I just wanted them to resign. So it wouldn't look like it was me. Pete's 100 years old. I told him to get out of there. All right, we'll see. As you know, uh, Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy became the assistant head coach in Washington. He's going to lead that offense. But that means Matt Nagy gets a second stint as Chiefs OC under Andy Reid. I'm excited for the enemy and the opportunity. I think he's been shafted for years. He should have been a head coach. This will be a great opportunity for him to call the plays and show everybody what he can do. It's up to him. Uh, but if he does a good job and he does well, he should get a head coaching job next year. Most people agree that the job he did, I don't know why. I mean, learning under Andy Reid is not a bad thing. That's a good thing. So he didn't call the play. So what? Like, he's been under Andy Reid for a number of years. He Ten knows years, what to I do. think it is, or something like that. How yeah. that guy's not a head coach. You could, you could debate others. You could debate Brian Flores to a certain extent, even though I think that he did a good job. I don't know that there's any debate over the enemy. How do you make an argument that he shouldn't be a head coach? All I know is that when they won the Super Bowl and they were up on that stage at the end of the game, Andy Reid thanked two people right off the bat. His MVP, Patrick Mahomes, and Eric Bieniemy. That's a pretty good endorsement who, from the guy who I think is yeah. the best coach in the NFL. You can make an argument that Vance doesn't deserve to be a head coach right now, this, but I don't think you can make an argument that Eric Bieniemy doesn't deserve to be a head coach. And he, he didn't even get time. that opportunity. Uh, in the NBA, according to Bleacher Report's Chris Haynes, the Suns are quote-unquote monitoring the buyout situation between the Knicks and point guard Derek Rose. Listen, it, do, it does make sense. He'd be a great insurance policy if case Chris Paul goes down or campaign does and come back. You have a veteran. He's been an MVP, 34 years old. Falling out of favor with the Knicks. Not playing very many minutes. Um, the, obviously, the Suns have not 
turned Ish Wainwright's contract into a, a fully guaranteed deal. He's still on a two-way. So that does make a lot of sense that Derrick Rose, and I'm going to try to find this out, but it does make a lot of sense that Derrick Rose would be a guy that they would at least look at. Well, I mean, look at how many wings are on this team. Akogi, Warren, Durant, Ross, Shamit, Craig. There's just not a lot of room for Wainwright right now. Yeah.